With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You found the place to escape from reality. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Toys, movies, comics, and so much more. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And the more that you listen, the more that you know. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Welcome to the Riley and Kimmy Show, Golden Age of Radio Tribute. I'm your host, Patrick Riley. After this Golden Age of Radio production, please visit our website, RileyandKimmy.com, for other Golden Age of Radio tributes. Also on our website, daily podcasts that include conversation about nostalgia and retro topics with trivia. Please like our Facebook page and share with your friends. Our daily podcasts are available via iHeartRadio, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on our website and Facebook pages. Hello. Are you guys in charge of this precinct? Well, hello, Bright Eyes. Who's in charge here? Uh, just a minute. How did you get in? I walked in. Who's the tough man here? This is the squad room, son. If you have a complaint, give it to the desk sergeant. No, I don't want to bother him. Sleeping. Jenkins sleeping? Boy, do I tell you. You better sit down. Hey, Costello, he's got a gun. Yeah, I got a gun. Sit down. Hey, hey son, you, you, you must be crazy. Maybe. But I think I know what I'm doing. Well, you... You can't hold up a police station, mister. No. There's no dough here. No, 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 no. Look, son, look. Keep your hands up. I didn't move. Hey, you. Shut that chair over for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, mister. Yeah, I... I have a lot to talk about, and I... I want to be comfortable. Come to tell you cups a story. Look, mister... This isn't funny. Just tell your story and and give your present. How's that? Well, well, what do you mean, uh, a present? Why, I'm a regular Santa Claus. <laughs> Going to give you $10,000. Now, now, look. There is $10,000 reward for the kidnap of Peggy Stewart, am I right? You, you, you... Well, did... Where is she? Where's the girl? Uh, uh, uh. You forget this gun. You also forget I said I was going to tell you a story first. Sit down, Captain. You... You mean you're confessing? Yeah. Story of my life. You get plenty of thrills. You know why? Oh, look, son, look. Plenty of thrills. Because my name is Reese. Joe, Joe Reese? Then you, you, you killed her. You, you, oh, you killed so her. Oh, you have heard about me. Yes. Killer Reese. Killer Reese, Captain. Then you admit I got a story. <laughs> I'm going to tell it in my own way. First things first, last things last. And Peggy Stewart comes last. Uh, look, just tell us, up. Uh, did you kill her, Joe? 
I start at the beginning. The beginning when I... When I was born and... And don't interrupt. Okay. Okay, we won't interrupt. Because, you see, I... I think a lot about when I was born. Well, maybe somebody loved me then. Maybe when I... When I sucked in my first breath of air and let out a yell. Maybe my mother loved me. Maybe she wished I was dead. She didn't live long enough for me to find out. But after she died, it was like I was just shoved clean out of the world. Shoved off to an aunt in an uncle who had the meanest, grimiest, stinkingest little souls even you fellows could hope to meet. Yeah. And Ella and Uncle Walter. Oh, they were a pair. <laughs> Why, they even looked alike. Faces like rotting cabbages. And their mean little mouths yapping away in the middle of them. Those two would have eaten the heart out of a saint. Oh, but I was so little when I went there, I... I didn't even know what I was missing. Until one day... When I was about nine, I, I found a kitten. A dirty, sick little kitten. Joe, Joe, please, what you got there? Just a little cat. How do you speak to me? I mean, ma'am. We found it down the alley, Mother, back of the fish store. Well, you get it out of here, Joe. You get it out quick. I told you, Joe. Please, ma'am. It... You hear me? It won't eat much. Please. Oh. You hear me? You get it out of here. Dirty thing. And if I see it again, Uncle Walter will beat the stuff out of you. Yes, ma'am. Off the killer. Would, too, but it'd turn my stomach. Now get both of you. Yes, mother. What you gonna do with it, Joe? I don't know. Nothing. Could you have some fun, I bet. Tie something to its tail. No. I don't want to. Might as well. We could have some fun. No, I said. Say. Feel. Yeah? What about it? It's buzzing inside. Like machinery. Oh, that's purring. Purring? Sure. Cats do that when they're glad. It's glad? About what? Bet it thinks you're going to feed it. Oh, yes. What do cats eat, Cousin Alex? You ain't going to keep it. Sure I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it somewhere she don't know. You're crazy. I'm not. I'm going to keep it. It likes me. That's why. Likes you? A cat? Then why is it buzzing? Purring? Sure it likes me. Oh, it doesn't. It's hungry. I'll stop it purring. Look. What you doing, Alex? Watch when I twist its tail. No, don't. <coughs> hey. Hey, now look what you've done. See? Now it ain't praying. Joe! Joe, what are you doing? It clawed me. It clawed me, and now it's scared. It clawed me. You ever feel a kitten? What it's really like? A skinny little kitten? Why, it's nothing but fur. Soft and... And her head and its backbone is it's like a thin string of beads. Curl just so. When it's scared, its eyes stare. 
one collar. And its neck is thin. Thinner than a match. Like a string of beads. Just nothing between your fingers. Just nothing. Never turned my stomach. So it was easy. Very easy. Uh, yes, but Joe, uh, uh, where, where did you leave the girl, Peggy? Didn't I tell you not to interrupt? I am telling you what I have to tell. Cats first and girls last. I... I sat in the backyard holding that dead kitten and... It was soft for a long time. Next day, it was stiff and hard and its fur. Funny, a, a kid nine years old even knew about killing, but, but I knew. Because when I was more than four, I, I saw Uncle Walter kill a chicken. I saw his mean, stringy shoulders jump when he brought the axe down. You know? That's how I knew because, because watching Uncle Walter, I, I could tell he, he liked to kill him. Liked it way down inside of him. And I hated him. So whenever I killed anything or anybody, after that, I, I was killing Uncle Walter and everybody liked him. I hated him. I hated him till he died. Joe, come here. Your poor Uncle Walt is passing on, and I want you to see him before he goes. Joe. Yes, ma'am. Don't say a word unless he speaks to you. I won't. Go stand on the other side of the bed. Listen to the blessed man fighting for his life. Just listen to him. Yes, I listen. Oh, did I listen. And I only wished he knew he was dying. I wanted to tell him. I wanted to say, you are dying, Uncle Walter. And I'm wishing you dead. That's why I'm strangling the wind out of your turkey neck. I'm burying a knife in your filthy heart. I am doing it. Me, Joe. Look at him. I, I think he's going to speak. Oh, no, no. No, he's not. quick and some that slow. But I, I 
always felt the same. I felt good. I found there is room in the world for a bright young fellow like me. There is work to spare for a man who didn't mind killing. And a box a job I could get. Sometimes more. Hey, pick up that pencil, fatty. Yeah, you, sergeant. I'll give you a list. Yeah. Well, there. Uh, there was the Bresco brothers. All three of them. <laughs> a guy named Lyons who was two-timing somebody's wife. Oh, and that chorus, babe. Daisy, me, Ma. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She got her fingers in the wrong pie. Yeah. Easy Turnbull, the weasel. Uh, An old codger named Haskett. He called him the... Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's enough of them, Joe. Now, uh, please, where'd you leave the girl? I'll get her around to her. Where'd you kill her, Joe? I am telling this. It's my story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, Joe. Because sure. it all happened different with Peggy Stewart. See, I... I wasn't supposed to kill her. The boy sent me around to case the steward house for the kidnapping. It was all I was supposed to do, find out who was in the house and when the girl was alone. Oh, it was a big job. Why, with her father owning half the state, holding a mortgage on the rest, oh, we expected to pay off plenty. Yes, sir? I'm looking for work. There's nothing here. Oh, I thought maybe raking the yard or I can drive. No, there isn't anything. Oh, is there anyone else here I could ask? Morris, is... Morris, who are you talking to? It's a young fellow, Miss Peggy, looking for work. Oh. What kind of work? Oh, anything, ma'am, anything at all. You see, I'm going to college and I, I just want some work for the summer. I have a bad back, so I, I can't do anything heavy. Oh, I see. Well, maybe we have something. I'll ask my father. Miss Peggy! Father isn't home right now, but if you want to wait... Oh, sure, sure, I'll wait. You can come inside, Mr. Uh... Sanders. Joe Sanders. Well, come in, Joe. Horace was about to give me my lunch. Maybe you'd like to eat with me. So for more than an hour, I was on the inside, looking out, just for once. It did things to me. That room, all sunshiny where we eat, blue dishes, the food cooked in little dabs, and so good. I was just boiling with heat. I couldn't look at her, at the girl, or talk. She didn't seem to notice what was happening to me. That's what really got me. She didn't once look scared. Hey, you, you ever see Miss Piggy? She's little, all curved and little and bright and soft. And even her voice is soft. I'd never known anybody like her except people in books I read in a, in a modern library, you know. I, I couldn't take it. I, I want to make her like the other girls I'd known. Make her get that look in her eyes. You're not eating, Joe. Huh? Oh, uh, I've been thinking. Oh? Aren't you scared? Scared? Being alone like this with a with a fellow you don't even know? Scared of you? Lots of girls, huh? Why? Are you dangerous? I don't know. Lots of girls think I am. There must be something in it. You you mean you're a wolf? No, no, I I don't mean it that way. 
Well, if you are, I think you're a nice wolf. The nicest I know. It's not what I mean. Anyway, you... You just don't know me. Funny. I feel like I do. I feel I've known you for a long time. What, what's the matter, Joe? Mm, uh, n- nothing. Nothing is the matter. Guess I'd better be going. But aren't you going to wait for Father? He'll be here pretty soon. No, I... I guess I'd better not wait. But but you said you... You see, I... I just remember I... I got to be someplace at 2 o'clock. Oh. Well, if you come back tomorrow, I... That's it, uh... Yes, uh, I'll come back tomorrow. Maybe that'll be even better. I can talk to Father tonight about you. Then I'm sure he'll give you a job. Sure, you you do that. That'll be swell. But you will come back. Promise? Oh, sure, sure. I'll come back. I couldn't figure it out. How a girl like her could be with me and not be scared. And after I practically warned her, too, you you can see how I tried to warn her, but, but she, she, she just looked at me at my eyes. My eyes! And hers stayed just the same. Blue and soft. Like she was looking at anyone. Hey, there, there is killing in my eyes. Lots of killing. Well, anyone can see that. But then, then it hit me. I had to make her scared. I had to get her to look at me in that beautiful, naked way from back deep in her head. Her blue eyes, all glazed, all over, all one color. Well, I... I got my car out and drove back to her house. On and windows were open, and this time I went right to the front door. I'll go, Father. What, Joe? Hello, Miss Peggy. Well, did did you come to see Father tonight? I, I haven't talked to him yet. No, I I came to see you. Well, that's nice, Joe. I I I came to get you. Get me? Sure. Don't you remember? I came back, like you said. Going to take you away. Like I said? Yeah, see? Now you're getting that look. Now you're beginning to look at me the the right way. Don't you. You're hurting me. No, no, I'm not hurting you, Peggy. Not much yet. Just enough so you'll look up at me like something in a trap. It won't hurt much more when I kill you. When you... Joe! Joe, please! That's what I said when I kill you. Oh, no! I dumped you in the front seat. And after I got the car in high, she didn't move anymore. She sat there with her big eyes staring at the road. I didn't talk anymore. I, I thought fast and I drove fast. I, I thought how it was going to be, killing her. And I was still thinking when we got to the hideout. Huh? Where it is? Oh, it's up in the mountains and I like it there. It's 
nothing but a shed, but someone had a house there once, and well, there are still lilac bushes and roses, lots of roses. When I lifted her out of the car to carry her into the shed, I could smell the lilacs. There was just enough moon to see her face. You don't have to carry me. I can walk. Just the same. I carry you. That's, that's part of the fun for me. You don't want to spoil my fun. Where are we? What difference does it make? No difference. <laughs> and don't ask too many questions. You, you won't see much of it anyway. Okay. Inside. Walk straight ahead and stand still. It, it's dark. I got a candle. There. Now get over there and sit down. On the floor? Yes, on the floor. What do you want? All the comforts of home? Of your beautiful, clean, bright, wonderful home? Well, why don't you tell me what you want? Joe, what's the matter? What did I do to you? Nothing. You did nothing to me. Then, then why are you... Why, Joe? Go on, say it. Why am I going to kill you? Yes. It's a very foolish question. I got to kill you. But why? I got to talk to you. Watch your eyes. And tell you a lot of things. I got to hold you. Please, Joe. I got to know how... How you feel before you die. Hold you like this. Do you love me, Peggy? Do you? Love you? Sure. That's what I asked. Of course not. Of course I don't love you. You see? Nobody loves me. Nobody ever loved me. Maybe a cat once. Everyone hates me, Peggy. But I don't hate you either. See? <laughs> see, that's funny. I... I just thought of something. You know what? Joe, how can you? No, this you? is important. Listen, it, it's this way. I, I used to live here in a shack weeks sometimes, and I'd read books, oh, good books, modern library. Do you know about them? Yes, I know. Well, you you can get any bucket, any book, and, and it's only a buck. It's less than a buck, the best, see? Yes. So I read something by a man who is called Oscar Wilde. He says... Each man kills the thing he loves. It's in a modern library. Each man kills the thing he loves. Maybe that's what I am doing. No, Joe. You don't love me. You don't get it. Like I said, nobody loves me, but I get love anyway. I get something like love because when I start to kill you, Peggy, there... There won't be anyone else in the world for you. But to me, no one else will matter. And then, and your eyes, they'll get shiny. Oh, so shiny. And they'll blaze and, and the blue will spread out. That's why I'm going to kill you, Peggy. Oh, it'll be, it'll be so easy. There won't be anything in them but me. All I got to do is, is take your neck in my hands like this.
Peggy, I'm going to kill you. You heard me say that. I'm going to kill you now. Why don't you rise? Poor Joe. What? What did you say? You've been hurt. You've been terribly hurt. Poor Joe. I'm sorry. But, uh, where did you leave the body, Joe? What are you talking about? After you killed her. Who said I killed her? Why, you said that you... Listen, you bonehead. That's what it's all about. That's why I came in here to give myself up. See? See, nobody ever loved me except... Except that cat, and... When he got scared, it clawed me, and, and I had to kill it. Miss Peggy, she... She wasn't scared. I don't get it. Miss Peggy looked at me and... and into me and through me and... She knew what I was. Rotten. But she said... Poor Joe. <laughs> to me. Joe Reese. <laughs> I figured that... he was as close as I'd ever get to love. Oh, I figured he was enough. Go ahead, answer it, Sergeant. Guess that's her father saying she's home. Uh, and then you can lock me up, Captain. I need sleep. I'm dead for sleep. I'm Patrick Riley. I'm Kimmy. We're the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. We're available for your next event in Florida. Please consider the Riley and Kimmy Show for your pop culture or nostalgia-based event. Art shows. Exhibitions. Festivals. Grand openings. Home and garden shows. Car shows. Collectible shows. Conventions. Animal and pet-related events. Let us promote your event with customized commercials and interviews. Live on-site promotions and podcasts. Please contact us on Facebook Messenger. All communications kept confidential. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.